You're listening to a Mash Those Buttons podcast, brought to you ad-free with the support of our patrons. Visit mashthosebuttons.com or stay tuned after the show for more details. those buttons podcast about warcraft story and lore my name is nick zelenkevich and i'm greg thar torn hunter on skywall us and in a moment i'll be joined by katie clanker goblin resto shaman on earth and ring us and today well we recorded this whole thing on january 5th 2022 uh, this is going to be episode number 140 and this is part two of our best wishes for 2022 so uh, without much more ado let's go ahead and get right back into it so let's move on here. The Winter Queen. Uh, I think I want her and Elune to make up, which it sounds like they're on their way to doing because there was a giant misunderstanding. Um, I also really want to understand her dynamic with Elune better. And I am sure that they're going to touch on that because they alluded to it quite strongly, um, at least in a lot of the um, uh, Ardenweald stuff, as far as I know. So I think... That is yet to be explored, but I I hope that her relationship with Elune uh, patches over nicely. I want her to get like a nice pair of garden shears. <laughs> Four. So you know she can. She's got plenty of uh, you know like wild you know plant life to trim, and you know maybe she can get into like bonsai or something. I mean, that's a very zen hobby after all she's gone through, so maybe, yeah. I feel like all of these guys need to have, like, I don't know. So, so we're, we're looking at the um, the leaders of the Shadowlands now. That's our, our next. I'm like, I feel like they all need something like bonsai trees or, like, model airplanes or, like, the ship in the bottle sort of deal. Like, they all need something really zen to do because they've been working pretty hard they've been working overtime and they're dead and they're like i don't, I don't even need to sleep and this is just a headache exactly no they, uh, well, that's the problem if zoval had a better hobby he wouldn't be he probably wouldn't be in the situation that he's in probably if he just you know if he was just into like reading books instead of like looking for the sepulchre of the first ones you know he just like oh i gotta read the next or you know if he had like a tv show to watch like the a team he would just be like oh i just gotta <laughs> see the next episode i i'm too busy watching tv to actually do anything productive so there you go i just want him to have a That's... closet full of like little ships and bottles <laughs> <laughs> oh that'd be beautiful right. pocket dimension That's Maybe, his hobby. You know, i feel like the ships and bottles that should be like helia's guilty pleasure oh that would be funny actually she's like i make a miniature of every ship i sink so she's just really, I'm just pulling them down because I want to look at them. She's like, oh man, I crushed another one. <sighs> Time to get another bottle. Time to get another bottle. Uh, all all right. right. And then next up we have the Primus. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess kind of unchanged. Like, I hope he just gets to hang out and relax because he's gone through quite a bit. Like, he was smart enough to leave us breadcrumbs to uh, help free him and he's like oh all this bad stuff is gonna happen and he's like see i I told you it was gonna happen it all shook down the way i thought it was for the most part uh so 
maybe just a vacation <laughs> this time maybe not forced i, I want to get him a proper wardrobe like uh also true like you know like get him you know basically like a you know like a a, a rack with hangers on it because we spend <laughs> that entire campaign collecting his clothes and putting it on a statue yeah and like you know, like that's not efficient. Like, you know, you can't just have a bunch of statues of yourself around to hold your clothes. I so mean, he needs like some proper hangers that he can just put, you know, maybe, maybe some drawers he can learn to fold. Not very difficult. I mean, if you're at the you primus know. though, it's like, that's a style thing. It's like posh, right? You're like, yeah, I go put my super cool robes on this thing. It has like a pair of bunny slippers that are like behind it. I'm not saying it's not posh. I'm just saying it's terribly inefficient. It, it I, is. I think well, he, I mean, he can work on that. Imagine like, yeah, we're going to, like air dry them and someone has to like climb over that thing and it's like oh someone fell off that and their arm fell off when they hit the ground so i have to go get them a new arm i mean at least you know if someone falls off the statue trying to put the clothes on it they don't die they just need a new body so there's that i guess also he could use a beard trimmer well, maybe the winter queen can use her shears <laughs> 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 this this just leads to the Winter Queen eventually opening like a, a hair salon <laughs> yeah. in the afterlife, see, and that's where Anduin goes to get his hair dyed. Well, I was gonna say that that's that's her her things, right? She starts with bonsai, and then she's like, "I really I like this trimming thing," and then she she trims the Primus's beard. And she's like, "Oh, you know what? This is this is why like I figured it out." And so she opens a salon, and that's where Anduin goes, and everyone gets to go get like a mani pedi and a haircut, and everyone's happy. New look for everyone. Exactly. And then the Shadowlands can compete in the trial of style. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I actually really want the Primus to compete in the trial of style. <laughs> Could you imagine? He's just like pushing this giant statue into the room with his clothes on it. <laughs> no, he'd be disqualified because he actually has to wear the transmog. He can't just have a statue do it for him. I think one of those things where he's like did it say anywhere and they're like did it say in the instructions oh. specifically a, a giant statue cannot wear what i'm and they're like well i guess it's, it's, some guys like quickly jotting it in <laughs> right. rules should have known the rules yep <sighs> all right all right so m moving on then we have the archon what do we want for Carestria the firstborn ah. mm. another i'm trying to think of a good hobby for her uh I mean, she doesn't really type, see like, seem like the type of lady to take a break. Uh, so she might be the one that needs it the most. But uh, after getting stabbed, I hope she's had a good recovery. Because um, that's probably a fairly upsetting experience. Um, and I don't think that, to our knowledge, I don't think that the sword has stolen any of any pieces of her. Right? No, I, th I think we even see her, like, I can't remember if her ribs are actually exposed. Or if, uh, I think they are, or if she's got like cloth over it, but I mean, I don't, I don't think she, I don't think she's very like seriously wounded after right. that. Or I mean, if she might be, but eventually she's up and running around. You don't really notice. Right. So, um, yeah. Uh, hopefully she doesn't go all URL. That's what I hope. I'm going to I'm going to give her the Starbucks gift card cuz I got nothing else. <laughs> this is the, <laughs> the consolation prize. <laughs> exactly. I just went and got, got a few Starbucks gift cards here. I'll just sign that. Merry Christmas. Here you go. <laughs> she kind of has everything. I mean, she she, does. she got her sigil back. She got her her paragon mm -hmm. of uh of uh devotion. She got all that taken care of. Like what what, what do you get the the archon who has everything? So, I think she 
Yep, Starbucks. She just gets card. a nice, a nice little card, and we're just gonna gonna move on there because I got nothing. All right. Uh, All right. I want to. Uh, I know that we're gonna do Denathrius, but I want to insert Renathal because he's technically, okay. uh, he's technically the leader for Rivendreth at the moment. So okay. I hope he has many fantastic parties in the year to come, and he leads a. a a bountiful court, because I think he, I mean, you know, I know that the um, Maw Walkers have been helping him set up this very, uh, I don't know, respectable and interesting court of people. So I hope he doesn't get backstabbed because I genuinely like him quite a bit. He could use a visit to the Winter Queen Salon. Yeah. Because he's got, his hair seems kind of ragged. He got a shirt eventually, right? I don't think he's still running around without a shirt. Uh, I think you're thinking of Theotar. Oh, no, the, the prince was, didn't have a shirt in the beginning, did he? Or maybe he did. Yeah, I know well, no, Theotar doesn't. Hard to come sure. by. Yeah, but Theotar doesn't ever wear shirts. He's like, if you find my shirt, burn it. And I'm like, oh boy, he's the real party <laughs> animal. <laughs> he's the one you want to have, no matter what you're doing. Like he's like the A team plus one. He's just yeah. there. And they're like, that's the crazy guy. What uh, kind of? I know he's always drinking tea, but what kind of drugs do they allow into Revendreth? Because maybe maybe we need to loosen the. Uh, <laughs> Loosen the the uh, the trans the transition of illicit, illicit substances over there. I mean, I think he's just high on life, man. Like he's just like, oh, ha, ha, everything's so great. Like he's just mad enough that you're like, just like water off a duck's back. He's like, yep, everything's great and everything's crazy. Also, just as a fun fact, he has excellent Christmas style. He, I think, wins the award for the most stylish person. Uh, in Winter's Veil because he has a Santa hat on each of his giant puffs on his head and he has yes. a candy cane in his cup. And I was like, this man, this man needs just this applause. Man. He could help run the salon because he's clearly a very stylish man. Yes. So no. there we go. I'll, I'll, I'll admit that I am disappointed that I did not finish the Revendreth campaign mm. before Wintervale. I suppose I, I mean, I can finish it before next Wintervale, but um, just hearing some of the stuff that they've done to celebrate the holiday with the the parties over there um, sounds fantastic. Yes. I, yeah, I think it's amazing. I, wa <laughs> I want Theotar to go to my garrison where I can put up the Wintervale decorations, I think, all year. <laughs> and then it's just always Wintervale there and he can just, he can just set up the parties there. Perfect. Ship it. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I want him to be able to be like a companion follower. Like not like not like a mini pit, but just like someone that literally follows behind you and you could just change his wardrobe for whatever season it is. So like for Valentine's Day, you just put like you dye his hair green so they look like bushes and then you put roses in them. And then like, I don't know, Fourth of July, you just put sprinklers in his hair tufts and then like <laughs> Just just whatever. He's just festive the whole year and you just get him to follow you around. He's like, I'm eccentric. And I'm like, perfect. I'm keeping you. This is great. For it's like having July, a gun. You don't, for Fourth of July, you don't need to put sprinklers in his hair tufts. Just send them out into the, uh, into the sunlight. Oh, no. <laughs> Nick, no. That's horrible. <laughs> Not for too long. Just long enough to, you know, make some sparks. Uh, I mean, what is haircut catch on fire Fireballs. Get him, get, get him oh. some nice flame retardant clothing. Definitely oh. not polyester. Actually, I, I want to see him be super posh. I have like sunglasses on and just like the whole like super like rolling up with my my beautiful lace parasol and be like, yeah. Look at look at all this. What, what do they call it? Like drip is like, yeah. And you're like, I'm not wearing a shirt, just pants, lacy umbrella, and sunglasses. I know where the fashion's at. Everyone wishes I was they were as cool as me. <laughs> 
<laughs> so yeah, I guess uh, Theotar, my wish for Theotar is that everyone in the Warcraft fan base realizes how amazing he is and that he's the most stylish Warcraft character, obviously. There we go. Theotar needs to return to Azeroth. Well, I shouldn't yeah. say return. He's probably never been to Azeroth. But he needs to come to Azeroth and then he can be the singular character to unite the Horde and the Alliance. <laughs> Perfect. I want. I do want him there to try and dictate <laughs> peace negotiations. He just he just runs the world. Everybody's good under Theotar. I mean, it's a great world. There's so much tea. What could go wrong? <laughs> <laughs> All right. And then Sartanathrius. Do we have anything for him beyond the A team? Uh, I mean, not jokingly. I do actually want him to come back into the story because he is such a fabulous character. I feel like we'd be absolutely robbed if he doesn't come back in some capacity. Like, I would like him to actually come back meaningfully, like, for an extended period of time, because I just, I enjoy him. He's snarky. He's a jerk. We, he's kind of like Illidan. He's like Illidan and Kael'thas fused into one creature, right? Like, he's like snarky, pompous, arrogant. We kicked his butt. He's probably a little bitter about that. Like, I, I just kind of, Yeah. I like him a lot. <laughs> I want to see what they do with him. I want him, now that we know that he's great with kids, to try <laughs> to do Children's Week. Oh my gosh, better so yet. So that while you're out in the battleground trying to get those achievements in the mm -hmm. battleground, you see him running around and he's handling the kids, dealing with the kids, however he's going to deal with the kids. And it's amazing. And he's just in the background, like all the, all the achievements that you're trying to get done, he's there doing them too every year from now on. I was going to say, I want to see him run the daycare, like the orphanage for one day. Because <laughs> <laughs> so, like a yes. uh, grand matron, oh, what's her name? Like Ogre or something? She needs a day yeah. off. So just that's that's his repentance. That's how he, he, he earns his, his stay, right? Because he has to go babysit. Well, that's what the A-team is called in for a mission. And yeah. they need three guys, but somebody has to stay behind and babysit. And they're like, oh, but unfortunately we need Flynn's skills and we need Nathanos' uh, skills and, and we need Bonsomni's yes. skills. You're the odd man out, the Nathrius, so you got to watch the kids. And like he would make a great jungle gym with the wings and the horns. Oh, yes. You know? Oh, yes. <laughs> Perfect. I think that is the most appropriate fate. <laughs> All right. All right. So let's let's move on here. Next oh up, gosh. we have Bolvar. Oh, Bolvar. Um, I don't. I don't know. Does someone want to like pour some water on him and put him out? Like he's been smoldering for a long time. They, if he goes to the Winter Queen Salon, they have to have some kind of like lotion that they can like <laughs> massage into him. Can he have a massage, or is he just like rock? I like, right? is it like like can he actually like can you like, you know, like I don't you know, think so. Dig into his muscles, or is he just like he solid? I think he's kind of solid. Like if you look at some of his character arc, it looks more like he has, yeah, he's like not a rock, more he's solid just like exterior. Yeah, yeah like, but it looks it looks like it's thick. I guess like I don't know, almost like plating. I mean, he he doesn't wear a shirt either. So yeah. to be fair, just pauldrons. So that's true. Um, yeah. but yeah, maybe they start working on a skincare routine. <laughs> 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 I mean, he in the Shadowlands, it's possible. He, he, could, he could have a father-daughter spa day with Talia. Oh my gosh, that'd be adorable. <laughs> actually, <laughs> I, I I would be good with that. That would be nice, actually. Or like a tea party. <laughs> they could have like a tea party together. That'd be cute too. <sighs> All right. Does that does that cover Talia then? I think uh, so. Or? I mean, you know, we just want her to have more time with Bolar. All right. What do we have for uh, Kalia Menethil? Mm. 
how mean does Katie want to be? Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like you know i'm just gonna i'm gonna uh take a moment and act like an elcor from mass effect and be like how to say passively i hope she doesn't exist anymore wow <laughs> uh, wow yeah i was trying to be nice and i was like there there is no good way for me to say that uh she's not my favorite character she's okay she's still to me the mary sue so um <clears throat> Maybe, maybe I hope she goes and uh, has a beer at our um, what was it? It wasn't a shed. Our cabin in the woods, but like doesn't come back for a long time. <laughs> there we go. Basically, I'm not I'm not excited to have her in the story, which is a cruel thing to say. I know. I'm sure they'll do good with her, but I'm just that. All right. She. I have to admit, she felt like she was going to be more central to what was going on. Like it seemed like, oh, maybe they're going to set her up as like the leader of the Forsaken, yeah. or, or you know, like she might like somehow like kind of bridge the two a lot. And then now she's just kind of like she showed up in the throne room there long enough to kind of like kill any any theory that like, oh yeah, she's actually Talia's mother. Um, mm-hmm. And then like that's it. Like I don't know, you know, like I, I I guess maybe if 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 Arthas is coming back, like she should like. She should interact with him. Although, again, like we know, like I said, like with Jaina, it feels like Jaina's well moved on with that. Like her yeah. character has progressed. Um, but for Kalia, because we haven't seen her for so long, we don't have that same sense of closure for her. Like yeah. she just kind of, you know, we didn't really see her deal with Arthas's death, you know, and what Arthas did. Yeah. So we, it might be interesting to see that, but. Mm, I don't know. Um, like its characters don't really have any. Well, I shouldn't say we don't have any attachment to her, but like for the amount of time, for the duration she's been in the story. I don't think a lot of people have formed a super close bond with her. Like, she is an interesting character. Um, my personal thoughts on her aside, and I agree, I thought she was going to be more central. And the fact that she isn't, uh, <clears throat> I, I, you know, I, I'm fine with that. But uh, for for the how much of a big deal they made out of her creation, uh, it feels weird that she hasn't come to the forefront. So I'm guessing that she's on the back burner for some large storytelling mechanism that they're going to introduce at some point and if they're not that you're just like and what's with like the the dead light lady so who knows but i i don't know i guess she could have closure with arthas i don't know that it would feel as impactful as like some of the characters that he's interacted with that we know well like sylvanas (laughs) right uh but uh yeah i mean that that's something so uh Maybe, maybe w- have a decent character arc. <clears throat> I don't know. They brought Illidan back. And we were like, oh, he's going to interact with Tyrande. He's going to interact with Malfurion. And then, no. I, I don't even think he, he I mean, he maybe he, did, he had a little bit with my, no. The, like what the he, I mean, ultimately, he had that, the crystals, right, exactly. Like the little goodbye note that was like, oh, here, we just have to kind of put this up. out there. Because it would be completely weird if he did nothing. Um, so it was, I mean, it was basically, here's a little token interaction. Like we're not really gonna, and and it made sense because the thing, the awesome thing about Illidan coming back, it wasn't that you got to see the old relationships. It was all the new people he interacted with. Yes. I mean, Illidan and Cadgar, Illidan and, Ve- Illidan and Velen, like the two of them, like Illidan, Cadgar and Velen, they're like the original A team. Like they yes. need to pass, you know, go and pass them. Cadgar actually looks like he could be like Hannibal or something. <laughs> but- <laughs> Just give yeah, Cadgar for Cadgar. I want him to get a nice uh, humidor. <laughs> uh, I just want Cadgar to come back. I miss him. That's true. I miss That's our true. grandpa mage. Gosh, but right. you know, but but like you know, so like take 
you know, like if Arthas is going to come back in any capacity, yeah, it'll be interesting to see him interact with Jaina. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see him act with Kalia. I want to see the in- the interactions I have no idea are coming. Like Thrall. That to me would be fascinating. Even yeah, like, 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 what does Anduin have to do with Thrall? I mean, like, the yeah. two of them are going to have, like, a super, like, they're just going to be, like, the best buds. Like, what's going on there? Or, you know, um, yeah. or, you know, maybe that's where you take, like, the Archon. Like, or if it's in the Archon out of nowhere, they're just, like, Hanging you know. Out. How does that work? You know? <laughs> or just, like, he's just hanging out with some, like, other, like, just some random death knight. And he's like, hey, so uh, when did you die? He's like, oh, well, I died, uh, you know, a little bit after, you know, your your defeat. And he's like, yeah, well, so, so fill me in, man. What happened? I mean, I've been floating around in, like, nothingness in the maw for a long time, it feels. You know, like, so, like, just him chatting with the Death Knight that was created after he died, right? Like, <laughs> I think right. that would be funny <laughs> to some extent. And him just, like, him getting, like, the 101 on what's happened in the world since he's been gone. He's like, oh, man, I'm kind of glad I missed it. It sounds like it's been, you know, one heck of a trip. So. Uh. Yeah, like, that, like not that, I mean, like, that, that's, like, not that I'm not looking to the, forward to the other interactions, mm-hmm. but it's the stuff that's going to, that I'm not expecting, I think, that's going to be the coolest with that. Yeah. Assuming he has the opportunity for that. I mean, he, I mean, we we were all hyped up for, like, Garrosh to come back, and then, like, he. I mean, Garrosh was cool with the one little, uh, you know, for the horde and, yeah. you know, and, and cursing Thrall and whatnot. And then, but like, you know, I mean, so we'll see if, if, if he comes back, I feel like, I feel like y- you don't show Arthas in the Uther cinematic and then not have him play some kind of meaningful role, but we'll see. We'll yeah. See. And I think we all thought Garrosh was going to have a more central role because he was in the Rivendreth cinematic. Right. Uh, which was, again, it was surprising. But so they might bring him back too. But we also know that some of the stuff they were trying to do with nine two probably got uh, cut due to a lot of the constraints that were put on them. Um, but it'd be interesting to see what happens. Like I, yes. I very much, I can't imagine that they would take us to the Shadowlands and not have us meet Arthas, especially with Anduin going down that same path. Like there is, right. there are too many similarities and. And you'll have to forgive me for kind of tying this back to our past conversation, but like the symbolism with Anduin was a perfect like allusion to what was going to happen. Like that's that's an example of how like the jailer could have been handled in a way similar to how Anduin was like hinted at going through all of the things that Arthas was like they were hinting at it from quite a while ago. But like we'd see all these like similar shots and like things he would say and stuff like that where it would just allude to him i don't know having a very like parallel character not character arc to arthas but like you could see it right like you're like oh they're hinting at this something's gonna happen yeah like when he yeah when he came into lordaeron like they were the same shots of of arthas that they used for arthas coming into lordaeron and they said at the time like that's intentional and it felt a little bit weird because other than the fact that they like arthas and and anduin were both like young princes like or i guess you know in anduin's case young king but it you know, it didn't like like their personalities are so different. Like the parallel mm-hmm. felt a little bit forced in a way. Like how, like you could see, like you understood. Like okay, I see how Arthas went down this path. If you put Anduin in the same position as Arthas, I don't see Anduin getting to the point of that single minded. Uh, you know, let me grab the sword. You know, uh, yes, this may take my soul, but it's going to let me. You know, you know, achieve my goal of taking out the Dreadlords and all that, and going after Malganus. That it. I don't see Anduin getting that. And, th- and that's why Anduin mm-hmm. had a different path. Like, right. th- you know, they had to put through Anduin through a different crucible to get there. So it's, 
you know, and and we still don't know that Anduin is necessarily where Arthas was. Right. That, that still needs to be uh, resolved. But I think that's what's compelling is that they're two, they're characters that have similarities in some of the things that they've gone through, but they have very different approaches to life. Like Arthas is more combative, where Anduin is much more peaceful, and so like that's one of those interesting comparisons between the two characters where it's like if Arthas was like Anduin would he be going down the Anduin arc right like if it was forced upon him to become um well Arthas that we know uh it, that's the way I think like them alluding to that was one of those things that a lot of people are like why are they doing this like yeah they're two blonde princes slash kings right and you're like uh it felt like weird but you're like you knew that they were hinting at some part of Anduin perhaps going a similar route as Arthas and like trying to imagine his arc doing that I think was what was tantalizing because we're like he wouldn't do that naturally so uh yeah (laughs) right it's I really like what they're doing with him but I feel terrible for Anduin yes well yeah Anduin's another one that like yeah after all this like he 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 needs a he needs a break yeah He's a great character, though. I really don't want him hurt. Right. So let's let's move on here. Uh, Lillian Voss, what do we want for her, if anything? Uh, I think she's doing a great job with the Forsaken. I'd actually like to see more of the Forsaken. Like, I, I'd like to see them step up uh, a little bit more. Like, and I know I say this a lot, but like, the Forsaken and the Goblins don't always get as much screen time as some of the other races, like the Tauren. And, like, the Trolls got an excellent expansion, right? And I'm like, yes, like, they they got fully acknowledged. The Tauren got some of that uh, via the High Mountain Tauren. So, like, and the Goblins did get, did get some of that um, via Mechagon, which was great. Um, the Forsaken were kind of in the forefront, but, like, as the bad guys for a lot of the last expansion. So, like, I'd like to see some, like, some of them rebuilding Undercity or, like, Kind of see them like as a, a more wholesome people because especially a lot of the books talk about them as a people because most of them aren't like warriors and stuff. Obviously, all the player characters are, but uh, it'd be interesting to see like what happens with the refugees. Like, I want to see them rebuild and I want to see them be able to, I don't know, kind of have some place to go or like even if it's uh, like Orgrimmar, if they hollow out another part of Orgrimmar to put the Forsaken in there, like I'd, I'd like to see something like that where. Um, we actually see them starting to get back on their feet and being cohesive as a people and not just being, you know, refugees all over Orgrimmar. And I think Lillian Voss is up to the task and I don't think she's going to roll over. She's she's not Sylvanas because she's not, uh, I, I don't think she's, she doesn't have the subtlety of Sylvanas. She's much more direct. So I think she's going to be uh, almost in some way, not a better leader, but very different because she's. I think she's going to stand up a lot more uh, and be more vocal about the Forsaken. So that's what I hope in the coming year and years. I hope she'll like actually um, join us on our adventures. Like we won't just have a boy trip. Like the the girl leaders will come too, and she'll be there. Yes, yeah. mm, that's what I hope. Yeah, that was long. No, that sounds that sounds good. Um, let's move on here to Taronda. Ah. I hope she doesn't die. I think she's out of the woods. I think the the night warrior stuff is kind of I think she uh, just like pulled it out. We, we like, got that resol- right? Yeah, we got we got that resolved where she got to choose redemption or uh, uh what was what was the choice? I guess redemption or aggression. Yeah. And 
Yeah. And so, you know, and, and she chose to, uh, you know, kind of focus on healing and, and, you know, she just needs to get back to her people. I don't know if she can get any of the, the souls. Like, I, yeah. I, mean, I guess, you know, if they're dead, they're dead. They're not coming back, but, um, she needs to get back to Azeroth and Malfurion and, uh, you know, just kind of, I guess, you know, like you said, like if for the Forsaken getting somewhere in, right. uh, in Orgrimmar hollowed out, like, I don't, I don't think they would really fit in in Stormwind, but you know, f- no. you know, I guess their Hyjal seems to be where they were hanging out. Like she needs to start, uh, you know, re- redecorating Hyjal a little bit so they can start reclaiming that again. Yeah. Like I, I very much would like to see that for her, for the night elves in general. I also want them to kind of keep that. I, how do I say, like, I know we talked about it a lot in uh, Battle for Azeroth, but like the that savage component to them where they can be really yes. aggressive on the battlefield, like not having them be as peaceful now, like, and not to say like the druids and stuff aren't, but like having the, the, them as a people maybe not being as laid back anymore, like being a little more hardened by this whole experience uh, would be interesting because it'd be, I mean, they've gone through like a kind of what the blood elves have. It'd be interesting, actually, to get all of the elf groups together now, because they've all gone through hardships. I'm like, okay, let's just have a giant powwow. Like, we're not going to hate each other anymore, because we've all gone through a lot of stuff this year, these last 20 plus years, some 10,000 years. Um, I I think, like, it'd be interesting to have, like, a reconciling of the elves. Like, I don't know. Katie's like, make a giant elf city with all the elves can live. Well, she she and Malfurion need to have a kid, and then their kid can hook up with... Lorthamar and Thalysra's oh kid, and then <laughs> I don't know. Like we just ca- keep bringing in different, uh, different elven lineages until we've got like the Medan of elves. Is it terrible that I'm trying to calculate what color the kids would be? <laughs> <laughs> These are the chromatic elves. Uh, pretty much, pretty much. Uh, but uh, but yeah. So I think that would be that'd be good. They need a hug. They need to hug each other. Tyrande and Melfurion just need to. Like, and yeah, they, we we haven't seen the two of them just be like chill in a while. You know what? There so, needs yeah, to be a couples like uh, a couples retreat. Yeah, yeah. A couples retreat. That, <laughs> so just, that, that, that actually they have. I'm sure they could turn like a little like corner of Hyjal into like a bed and breakfast, and then just kind of run that there. It's a nice naturey place. You can go out for walks all the time. You know, hilarious. it seems pretty safe. You know, it's. Uh, just watch out for the harpies, but it should be a place that, that like players could only fly to, so you can't like get there on foot. <laughs> it has to be like right. remote fly in only. Ah, <laughs> uh, that'd be great. Or go into like one of the dragon sanctuaries or something, you know, yeah. somewhere that's like removed from all of this chaos. <sighs> yeah. So speaking of dragon sanctuaries, Ysera, what do Yay. we want to see for her? Um I guess I and they might have explained this, so I I apologize if this is uh, uh, a little repetitive in some cap- some capacity. But I I kind of want to know how she's bound to the Winter Queen because I'd love to have her show back up on Azeroth because I mean her and Alex Strazio, right? Like I feel bad because they're the dragons that have probably the closest bond, and it's sad that I mean okay, you're smiling. What what you got? Well, no, it'd just be funny because she would be like forced into working at the salon, like whether she wants to or not, because like, well, she can't go anywhere else. This is the only job she could take. And so she probably wouldn't like it, but she'd be like, well, I guess I have to do this. And she'd be like really good at, you know, cutting hair or whatever, but she would hate it. And she just every day just be looking out the window like I could be, you know, being a dragon. And instead, here I am as a hairstylist. I'm sorry. I just imagined her in her full dragon form with this tiny little (laughs) Paris. She's just trying to snip someone's hair. (laughs) 
Okay, that's hilarious. <laughs> I'm a horrible person. Um, but yeah, so hopefully, hopefully she like. I think my hope for her is I want to see her continue to be in the story, even if we have to leave her in Ardenweald. Like I still want her to be present enough that she'll continue to show up in some capacity because she's such a great character. I would feel. I mean, every time I go into Velshara, I cry. So like I, I think she'll still be around, but uh, I want to make sure that she. Like in some capacity, just stays in the background. Don't want her we to be forgotten. The, we have the magic where it could just be like image of Ysera shows up, and then we're just hanging out with like her image or whatever. Like, yeah. and she's like, basically, she's telecommuting from Ardenweald, <laughs> and we can still deal with her. She has a so. remote job. Exactly. Uh, exactly. Yeah, that's. <laughs> she's a remote aspect. She, um, she goes up to the window queen. She's like, I quit the salon. She's like, you can't quit. You have nowhere to go. And then she's like, aha. And then she sits down at her computer and starts, you know, Skyping or whatever. With her giant like, dragon talons on this tiny little PC. <laughs> it's funny that you keep imagining her doing this as a dragon and I've got her in elven form. But yes. That's I mean. <laughs> <laughs> that, yeah. That's. Yeah. Uh, All right. Mo- moving on. Or did you have anything else about you, Sarah? No. Other than the fact that I. Well, and I think she will show up again because I. I now that we've had interactions with Alune, I think uh, she'll be showing up in the story at some point rather soon. Because like they've been hinting at Alune for quite some time. Like just she's kind of been an undercurrent in a lot of the story recently. So I I would be surprised if in some of the coming expansions she isn't featured in some capacity. So right. hopefully we'll we'll find out more about Alune and Ysera and all of that. So that's what I hope via yeah. Ysera. Well, for. Well, let's do Elune then here, because for Elune, what I would want is I'd want her to get a clue to be a little <laughs> bit rude about it. But um, like she should have known what was going on in Ardenweald. And uh, I don't know what that form takes for her because I don't know enough about her. But if she needs like, uh, you know, to, you know, a spy network or if she needs some kind of like henchmen that are going out and doing stuff, I don't know why it's all like. This all sounds negative, but she 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 should know what's going on out in the rest of the world here that she's not, you know, like, oh, hey, let me send these souls to Ardenweald. And then they're all winding up in the maw. I mean, um, I kind of get the impression that it's like having really bad cell service on a flip phone in 2020. Right. Like she's out somewhere and she's like, oh, I just got a little bit of signal. And he's like, oh, but this is you got like 10 calls. You're like, oops, I missed something important. <laughs> Right. On the other side of the universe, right? So uh, I get the impression that wherever she is, it takes a massive undertaking of energy to communicate to the Shadowlands. Like, that's kind of seems to be what it is, right? Um, and that could be wrong, but that's kind of how I read that. Like, it's not just like, like <laughs> I'm sorry I talked about flip phone, but it's not just like dialing up your sister and be like, yo, girl, what's happening? It's like, well, uh, yeah, it's a lot harder than that. They should. She should be like a part investor in the salon. I mean, you think like, so? They no, like she should be like calling her sister regularly and keeping in touch. I mean, that you know, uh, maybe they need to use you know a, a, a night warrior as a conduit. But lucky for like uh, the Winter Queen, like there's a there's a whole plethora of night warriors just hanging around that they could probably you know like tap into if they really needed. Um, so yeah, like I mean, she should be doing that. But also like just you know like. She has resources. She's what you know. Like it seems like Elune is is very aloof. Yes, and she needs to kind of come out from that and you know start interacting with the rest of the world. Yeah, start 
you know, maybe not even interacting necessarily, but it's like, oh, like, you know, when she's the night warrior or, or when Toronto wants to be the night warrior, she has to go through a whole ritual to call Elune and get her right. power and all that stuff. And maybe Elune should have had some kind of emissary around. I mean, you technically have well, Toronto as like the priestess of Elune. Yeah, I was going to say, Toronto like, is the emissary pretty much. Right. Like, so I guess the question is, like, what part of the – and I, I guess maybe, okay, like, she liked the – you know, she said, like, the, the Night Elves are her favorite children and right. whatnot. And, you know, okay, so, like, you know, she had an idea what's going on there. Um, you know, but maybe pay attention to your other kids then. Like, so, like she should have had somebody in Ardenweald reporting back to her. And, you know, like, hey, you know, by the way, there's, there's, there's no anima coming here. Like, just so, like, you know, get your – Get more emissaries, get more priestesses, whatever, however she, you know, whatever her MO is, however she wants to get that done, she needs to get people out into the world. Well, it'd be she interesting. start mingling again. I wonder if it's like because of the anima shortage, like if you think of that as like a way to communicate, like if what if the anima shortage directly impacted the ability to communicate? Like, I think it has quite some capacity because even like the other components of the Shadowlands, like they weren't really talking to each other. Everyone was going through an anima drought. Well, that. That that made sense within the context of the Shadowlands because like they use anima for their communication. It's, right. It's, it's like the anima is like the upkeep on their telephone wires, basically. And right. Without that, the telephone wires start failing. I don't know. Again, we don't really know anything about Alinda. Right. Know like what mechanisms she would have to to you know be, stay in touch with the with Ardenweald, so to say. But you know, she should work on that. She has resources. She's very powerful. <laughs> well, that's what I what I'm saying is I I would believe that it would take. It's like, you know, to establish that connection, you would need that anima, at least on the Shadowlands side. So, like, the Winter Queen's like, yeah, like, the, the message got out. Again, my really poor cell service analogy, but, like, the message got out. She's like, oh, crap, you know, like, I had this missed call from my sister. She's like, oh, bad stuff's going down. Send a bunch of souls that way. Then she went out a signal for, like, you know, half an expansion. She got it back. She's like, oh. She's like, oh man, finally, like my sister's calling me. This is gonna be great. And she's like, what have you done? Where have you been? And she's like, uh, uh? it's like trying to send somebody some money over a bad cell connection and they just don't right. get it. Uh, yeah, it's sad. But, uh, but yeah. <laughs> so hopefully, better communication between the two and, you yes. know, a repaired anima slash cellular network. Google so- Fiber or something. I don't know. <laughs> Exactly, exactly. So let's let's move on here. Next up is Kael'thas. I love Kael'thas. Um, just want to see him did, in the story more because he's sassy and I like him. Does he need a shirt? I can't remember if he has a shirt or not. I mean, he doesn't, so he doesn't need one. <laughs> <laughs> in my completely biased opinion. <laughs> huh, no, he doesn't need a shirt. He's He's perfect the way he is. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry you guys can't see the look that Nick just gave me. It was priceless though. <laughs> yeah, I got. <sighs> okay, so what maybe do you get want? him a maybe he could use like a hat? Yes. <laughs> a, a Santa hat. He could go hang out with the Otar. Uh, I have I a Santa hat, maybe just like a you know, like maybe a nice, you know, like a classy like a maybe like a bowler hat. I don't know, like something to kinda You know, I think I think him and Theotar should start the shirtless classy hat sky club. And so like we just start accumulating guys that have lost their shirt and we put a classy hat on them and they all start standing in one part of Rivendreth. They'd be like, this is great. Uh, yep. Perfect. Wouldn't change a thing. <laughs> Lots of tea parties. 
I I want to see him. I mean, he's still plenty of a of a of an asshole. So mm. yeah, let, let give him more time to reform, and then yeah, let let let's come back and revisit him because uh, he's he's definitely definitely still interesting. Yeah, he's like kind of like um uh Sire Denathrius, right? Like he's just a a very interesting character because he doesn't really bow much like his personality is so firm and his kind of like arrogance and pompousness that like even if he's gone through horrible things he's like nah i'm not gonna reform i'm perfect and you're like uh it'd be fun if as part of his reformation he had to apologize to many of the people that he um victimized or offended Mm. throughout his life and so he had to go to jaina and apologize to her he probably you just know, hit on her instead, if we're being honest. Well, th- that's the thing. He, he, you know, he, maybe he'd be struggling with that, like trying not to say something untoward, but not maybe failing. And, and then, he, you know, kind of having to, to to get through that. But eventually then maybe then he and Jaina kind of get to a place of understanding. And it's like, OK, like you're clearly not as bad as you used to be. And you're, you're putting in the work. Either and that or he, like he's standing right near the, the entrance to the mod. She just kind of like shoves him. And she's like, oh, no, look at that. There he goes. <laughs> <laughs> he slipped, I swear. <laughs> We, Sorry. We killed the jailer. The mall is just a place now. It doesn't matter. It doesn't, doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Uh, yeah. Then, okay. No, I, I I agree. I, I'd like to see more of his character just because I, I do miss uh I do miss his character because it, it was good to see him. And I think it was really fun to have him. Like I, I love interacting, and this is gonna sound terrible, but I love interacting with characters that we've had conflict with, especially ones that we've killed as bosses, right? They're like, yes. oh, it's you. And I'm like, oh, it's you. You know how many times I had to kick your butt to get your Phoenix mount? Like, let's not even talk about this right now. Um, so I I, would, I love seeing those kind of interactions. So it'd be interesting um, if they did anything more with his character, just like him giving one or two snarky remarks to the Ma Walkers or anything like that. <sighs> they should put him in as a vendor. And then, then he can drop a currency that you can then use to buy the Phoenix mount if it doesn't drop for you after uh, kills. <laughs> if they did that with Arthas, then that would save me a lot of pain. Also true. Also true. <laughs> but uh, next up, we have Lady Vash. Um, I think just, again, kind of like Kale Boss, like I just love having her in the story as a, a boss that we've gone in and defeated. And she's... Had some snarky remarks, and now we're like, okay, well, now we're working side by side. So, and she still needles every now and again, but uh, other than that, fantastic. They picture. they need to stay in touch, hmm. and then whenever Illidan comes back with whatever problem Illidan's going to come back with, at some point he needs to go to the Shadowlands, and then the three of them all need to reunite. Except this time they're all kind of better, yeah, <laughs> but still not better and they're kind of like i guess they would be like the a and a half team yes, or something yep, like that. they can just just go around the three of them and uh and cause trouble yeah but they were uh they were quite the group the dynamic uh trio back in bc so it'd be cool to have them all reunited i i'm just trying to imagine what that would look like though because it would be like wow lady vash uh your uh your your tail there is mostly and she's like yeah well you don't look so great either right <laughs> right time time is uh had its way with all of them yes yeah well <laughs> kale thoughts like well i still look fabulous and you're like well that's not a lie i guess but then they they do the eye roll they're like oh man this guy get a load of him and <laughs> yeah rivendrath hasn't done him any favors yet mm-hmm. gotta throw him back in there for a while 
Hmm. So let's move on here to Alexandros Magrain. Uh, yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't think I have anything like super specific for him. <clears throat> I'm not, I, I think I have, I have Darian as the next one too. And I think for the two of them, I think before we leave the Shadowlands, uh, you know, like let the two of them have a little more time together. I know that they're, mm-hmm. they're getting to hang out in Corthia a little bit, so that's probably good. Um, but let, let them go have a father son spa day. Why not? Yeah. They can yep. go hang out with the, with the four dragons. I like how every year we come up with a spot for them to hang out this year. Like last year it was the, the cabin in the woods and this year it's a salon in Ardenweald. <laughs> <laughs> I'm liking this trend. Yeah. Just everybody go, go have a spa day this year. Yes. That, that's the theme for 2022. <laughs> <laughs> I think everyone could agree we could use a spa day. Everyone hey, could. Amen. Ah. All right. All right. And then uh, let's see. We're starting to wrap this up here. I have uh, Farim. Or or Alpharim, depending on how you you know him here. We're going to be meeting him in nine point two. Right. So what uh, you know, ba- based off the, his mad ramblings, what uh, what do we want for him? I want to know everything. So just <laughs> sit him down in a chair. Uh, excuse me, sit him down in a chair. Tie him to the chair, and I'm like, all right, we're going to play fifty questions. I want all the answers. Only 50? No. I'm just saying that to be nice. Get one of those like little, like almost like the Pixar lamp and like put it on his face. I'm like, yeah. Okay. Right. I got some questions for you. <laughs> Lore questions. Maybe what he needs is either a secretary that he can dictate to <laughs> or just get him like a, you know, like a, a small, like a Chromebook or something. So he could just type on that and just, th- just work on, on banging out on his, uh, his thesis. He just needs one of those like enchanted quills from Re- Rivendreth to follow him around and just like scribble on paper. There you go. It'd be great. Yes. Yep. But yeah. He has, he has much of the knowledge that we want. So he should. Yeah, re- I, I want him to be in a sharing mood. So he'll share it with us. Yes. <laughs> I want him to write Chronicle four and five. There we go. There we go. There we go. Not that he's the one that did, but I feel like he'd have a lot to add. Yes. And finally here, the last uh, name I have on the list here is Azeroth. Ah, yes. So what do we want for Azeroth? Presumably not to get stabbed again. (laughs) (laughs) Please don't die. (laughs) Please don't die. Like We we already put out that fire. It's probably going to get worse. It always gets we worse. We live on you. You're you're where we keep all our stuff. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, isn't that the truth? My bank is down there. <laughs> I was playing the other night, and I don't know what happened, but I was just like, let me like moving one or two things around, and then the next thing, like an hour and a half had passed, and I like reorganized my whole bank, oh which gosh. it's one of those things you need to do. I hadn't done it since before Legion, mm-hmm. so it was it was overdue. But at the same time, I'm like, oh, well, that that killed an evening. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Yeah, tell me about it. I actually, I, I desperately need more storage. So, uh, not that has that has anything to do with Azeroth, but I'm like Azeroth. Why did you just send like mental images or not? This is like waves of suggestion to the bankers to increase the slots. There we go. Well, that, well that's what the, the thing is. There was a ton of stuff I had in there that was like all had all long since become just cosmetic appearances, mm-hmm. like some of the holiday stuff. And I'm oh, like, nice. I don't need. I have the cosmetic appearance. I don't need the item anymore. So yeah. I was able to clear out a bunch of space that way. So mine is all gray flavor text items. Yeah. Like all of the, yeah, the it, crazy ramblings and stuff. Right. Oh right. I, 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 had, I did have a, a few like, I don't know if they were like trinkets or whatever. And I just looked at it. I was like, yeah, I don't, this did, I don't, 
But I don't know why I kept this trinket, but I don't need it. So. I, I like Rhea's heart with the one that summons the little um, well bling. Well, that, yeah, that one. That one I would not get rid yeah. of. Yeah, no, that, that that's one. like the kind of stuff I have in there, or like yeah. the the big red button, stuff like that. Like I can't, I can't delete this. I can't. This is no. weighs too heavy on my conscience. Yeah, so, yeah, that kind of stuff. Rhea's last but, egg, I think, is what it's called. And you're like, yes. why hasn't it hatched? It's, yeah, why? Yeah, why would I delete that? Because that's that's very precious. It is very precious. I still yes. think it's in my clinkers backpack I, okay hold on i'm gonna come clean very quickly my backpack has nothing useful in it except for hearthstones the rest is all like cosmetic items or like gray items that i just carry because i'm like yes this is like rp stuff and i have not used any of it but i have never taken it out so there we go i've come clean <laughs> I'm like i need more bag space please uh okay just, just gonna go and rock in the corner it's fine it's oh. fine so other than not to die, what else, what, what do we want for Azeroth? Um, well, also not to like presumably be born into a Titan because <laughs> then I think all of, all of us would die. Uh, but it would be interesting, like if Azeroth started to wake up more. Like if, if uh, we didn't just have to go through Magni. Like if there was another method in which Azeroth started to communicate with us kind of like in a, a sleepy manner like this, think about someone that's like blearily waking up but they don't really like they know that something happened they're like oh man like i fell out of the bed but i'm still kind of mostly asleep right like they're like oh man but they're like oh i'm like acknowledge that there's stuff happening but i'm not like fully awakened and conscious and like i don't know i don't know how to explain it it'd just be cool to hear more from azeroth not that i yes. need magni being like hero champion I don't, I don't need to hear that again I would want, and this is a selfish want. I want Azeroth to move. Like I don't mean like move, like like move, like you move your arms. Like like find another planet to go live in. Like you're causing <laughs> too much trouble. Like just, just and, I, and I don't even know if that's possible. Like I, uh, if if we could do that without killing ourselves. Like wouldn't that take all the, the like the well of eternity and stuff out? Like I think we'll, we'll, take all the ley lines we'll out. Find wouldn't a, it? We'll find we'll find a way to survive. <laughs> Maybe it, you know, <laughs> the, but just the, I feel like Azeroth being the you know, and and it's well. It's, it's a catch twenty two because we we wind up having to protect Azeroth. Yes, and so it's like Azeroth kind of needs us there. Yes, yeah, because it's like we can't just be like you, you know you can't like kick, kick her out and be like oh go find your own planet and then like there's nobody to stop like the old gods of the Legion or whatever from showing up and 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 or you know or, or Zoval you know from showing up and wrecking havoc. So I guess we're stuck with her, but it's like. I don't know. Maybe you should wake up. Like, start carrying your own weight. Like, why do we got to protect you? <laughs> Come on. You know, I think it would be interesting if something happens with the sword again. Like, Sunset's such a pivotal icon. Like, I, I like that they, like, used it to go into uh, BFA, because I thought that was really cool. But I would like it. There to, I would like there to be something with it again because like it, it was it's still there it's still visible right. and like you don't want to pull it out because that's like you know uh, what they say when like something stabs through you don't want to pull it out right away you actually want to like leave the object in there for a while well, not for a while but like until you can get medical help because otherwise you bleed out so it's kind of right. like okay I understand why we haven't pulled it out but like it'd be cool because there's that big swirly thing at the top that everyone thought was going to be a raid it'd be cool if that was like a portal we used to go somewhere or we like um utilize the sword to do something you know yes uh so i i kind of selfishly hope that although we've kind of cauterized that wound question mark uh you know since it's still there 
I hope there's something cool we can do with it. Because I'm sure that's a pain. Like, she's just sitting there like, guys, there's still, it's still here. It's just, you're not going to pull it out? And they're like, nah, it's fine. She's like, but, uh, it hurts. Was it Norganon who was like the Titan Smith that made oh, everything? Uh, Nor- is it Norganon? Nor- or, yeah, or, or Norganon, maybe. Ah. Um, uh, but anyway, if yeah. he can make a shield and then he can just slam that shield into Azeroth. And then, okay, yeah, we have to go through a BFA where we heal the wound there. But at least then she can have, like, a matching set. I, oh, I, <laughs> no, you just gotta pull the sword out, turn it around, and stick it back in. <laughs> it's like, our planet will joust anyone that gets too close. Uh, yes. <laughs> um, I thought you were gonna say, like, make a, a giant, like, metal band-aid and just, like, slap that on there. Well, that's, it's like a we can do that. We, that's kind of what Deathwing did. I mean, so. yeah, it worked for Deathwing. Work for death, which is really not the most compelling argument you should use for anything. No, not at all. Not at all. Uh, all right. Well, let's. I think that's going to wrap it up here real quickly. We have our our gone but not forgotten mm. uh, characters who have uh, pretty much left us permanently here. We've got Garrosh that we mentioned earlier. Uh, we have the Arbiter, who, um, at least in her current form, was defeated by the Jailer, mm-hmm. uh, is not. Uh, doesn't seem like she's coming back. And then also, uh, I have Vol'jin here. He's not really gone forever. He's no. just kind of in one of those little pods, like, re, re, respawning. Yeah. I mean, he'll be he's, back at some point, so. I was going to say, he's respawning. He's um, uh, he's in his own, like, like I would say she, he's in the, the Shadowlands, but he's actually in the Shadowlands. But, yeah. yeah. So. He's got he's got a long, uh, he, he DC'd from the game, and he's trying to come back in, but his internet connection's bad. So, you know, it's going to take him a right. little bit. Well, maybe, maybe if you hold on to the urn at some point, he'll come out of the pod, Ooh. pop out of the urn. <laughs> that, you know, that was one of the things I did not get rid of when I was going through my bags. I yep. had the urn in there, still, still holding on to that. I still have it. So, holding on to that until he comes back. And I'll probably hold on to it well after that. Yep. Can you imagine him like actually being an Azeroth and him having a voice line if you have the urn in your inventory? That would actually be amazing. I'd love it. He's like, is that what I think it is? And you'd be like, no. Maybe. The game on is dark in here. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, Bulgin, I love you. He's like, okay, then. <laughs> Smells kind of ashy. <laughs> uh, my best boy became a pile of ashes. <laughs> it still hurts. It's like Yosara, the wound that will never heal. Uh, he'll, he'll be back. He'll be good. Yeah. Him and Bwonsamdi uh, will be like doing fist bumps. I can't wait for that. That'd be pretty great. Yes. So I think I think that's going to go ahead and wrap it up for us here. I think we've talked long enough. Yep. <laughs> As we usually do. Yeah, so I'm I'm going to say this has been episode 140 of the Tord and the Goblin. Yeah. We'll, we're going to we'll, we'll we'll split these in too. Um huh. But uh yeah, so thank you to Jarrett for producing and editing or produ- uh, thank you to Jarrett for producing. Thank you to Kurabara for editing. Yes. Uh, thank you everyone at home for downloading and listening. We hope you had a very good uh we hope actually at this point it'll be like the end of January. So we, we hope you've had a good January now and first month <laughs> for, month of the year. We are at Torn Goblin on Twitter, also at the Mash Network. Find us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash mash those buttons. Also YouTube at youtube.com slash mash those buttons. Katie, where can people find you? You can find me as always at Hyrule Master 77 on Twitter. And I am at WookieBH on Twitter. You can also find me here on the Mash Those Buttons Network on WoW Talk, talking about Warcraft news and guild management, and also on Squad Goals, a Mass Effect Legendary Edition podcast, talking about 
the Mass Effect Legendary Edition. Join the Mash Those Buttons community on Discord at mash.gg slash discord and email us your thoughts or questions. Let us know what you want to see for all these characters in 2022 at torngoblin at mash.gg. If you enjoyed this episode and would like to help us out, please share it and rate it if you can. And visit mtb.gg slash support to see all the ways you can support Mash Those Buttons and all our great podcasts, including on Patreon, where for as little as $1 a month, you can gain early access to content as well as to patron-exclusive content. And also check out our Humble Bundle affiliate link as well as our PayPal one-time donation link over at mtb.gg slash support. And stay tuned to hear about other shows on the Mash Those Buttons network. The opinions expressed on this show are the express opinions of the hosts and are not representative of Blizzard Entertainment. All places, names, and characters' names from World of Warcraft used are the exclusive property of Blizzard Entertainment. World of Warcraft is a trademark or registered trademark of Blizzard Entertainment, Inc., in the U.S. and other countries. No copyright or trademark infringement is intended. For Katie, I'm Nick. Ancestors watch over you. Time is well wishes, friends. We're going to the salon. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening to a Mash Those Buttons production. If you enjoyed the show, you should check out MashThoseButtons.com and see if any of our other shows might interest you. All of our shows are available on your podcast platform of choice like Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and more. If you enjoy our content, you can help support Mash Those Buttons by becoming a patron at Patreon.com slash MashThoseButtons, where you can receive Patreon bonuses for as little as $1 a month. You can connect with Mash Those Buttons at twitter.com slash the Mash Network, facebook.com slash Mash Those Buttons, or join our Discord at mash.gg slash Discord. 